How do you distinguish the difference between busy work and really taking action? And one of the key elements that I think that really closed the gap is creating tactile action steps. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that in detail as we open up the show, Mastering Time Management for Lasting Productivity. See you in a minute. Welcome to the leveling place where we empower professional women to master their time and boost their productivity. In today's episode, we're going to dive into the world of time management and explore effective, yep, effective strategies, tools, and tips that will transform your relationship with time. What relationship with time? Yes, there is a relationship with everything you do, not in Uh, the same comprehensive relationship with people, but relationships are just entities of involvement that create something. When we are in relationship with people, we're gaining something out of that, right? So when we're in relationship with time, we're gaining something out of time. And so we're going to talk about your relationship with time, my relationship with time. So get ready to unlock the lasting productivity and reclaim control over your schedule. Let's go ahead and get started. Now, plug on time. Time will only tell if productivity will be present and long lasting. And so hopefully today's episode will inspire you, motivate you to really look into your own relationship with time to determine where the relationship is going wrong. Oh, and where is going right? For most of us professional women, we have this concept of busyness, right? Busyness, business busyness and we interpret that as really taking action and doing things while we are actively doing things and concentrating on tasks I can tell you from experience that I understand that busy work is nothing but distraction work busy work is nothing but distraction work let's say it again busy work is nothing but distractive work how can I bag that up because at the end of the day after I have completed all the business busy work. I haven't even touched the objective that helps me and my business, my department to rise to the next milestone. That's how I know that busy work is unproductive. So what is your relationship with time? And how does time play a role in your day between your nine to five or whatever time frame that we're looking at. Now, after the pandemic, a lot of people's time, uh, their schedule and when and where they do business has changed most definitely. So the question is, did you move your relationship with time to the times that is necessary for you to be productive in your business and your leadership department. Ask yourself that. What did I do with time? How did I shift my mindset to now 
be configured with what I'm doing, how I'm doing, and where I'm doing it now. Especially if you're working remotely from home or remotely from wherever, because it's now giving us freedom, right? To travel and to take just quick little trips. With that being stated, how are you cultivating your relationship with time. Mastering time management for lasting productivity will require intentionality. Yeah, it's you got to do it on purpose. You got to think through it. You got to plan it. You got to create milestones. And guess what? The bridge from being unproductive to Hitting those milestones is really what I want to highlight for this first segment of the show. And it is tactile action steps. Well, what is tactile action steps? Tactile is really the component of the ability to touch, see, i.e. results, what I'm doing that will take me or bridge me across to finalize a a, a goal, uh, to finalize a chapter, to finalize uh, whatever I need to do for that day. Because if I don't finalize or if I don't, if I'm not strategic, let's cut, let me go on and break it down. If I'm not strategic with my time, is it just about 8 o'clock, 8.39, 9, 9.13, 10.30, 11? No, not necessarily because everybody works in different time ranges. What I'm talking about is what am I doing at 8 o'clock that's going to move the needle to allow me to go to the next section of the milestones or the steps to help me to get the results so I can say, oh, today was a good day. Today was pro, you know, productive. How am I configuring my time management? What are the strategies that I'm putting in place? What are the tools that I'm using? What are the tips that I'm applying? And how do I know productivity exists? Well, the only way you're going to know through tactile action steps is that you want to literally see the results. So that means you got to be intentional with identifying what am I doing at my starting point. I think about races. uh, And so there's always a starting point. There's always a finishing point. So the starting point is when it comes to productivity, what is my goal for this activity? My finishing point is, was my goal completed with this activity? Those are two tips, strategies, questions that you can ask yourself. Because if the answer is no, then boom, 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 boom. You know that's busy work. If the answer is yes, then you know you are creating a a framework for yourself. And and don't get me started on systems because systems are mighty if you can do it right. But tactile action steps allows you to complete the goal that you set out for yourself and there's nothing else left to do unless your goal is compounded uh, with objectives that you have to go through one by one. Sometimes a whole goal can't be completed in a day as you know Uh, but we're talking about those single goals of when you're sitting at your desk okay uh, how many emails can I go through 
uh, correctly, meaning not speeding by, not trying to put him in a fold or to wait late because you all you're doing is just building more busy work at the end of the day. You know, on social media, I posted this on TikTok. Uh, as well as my YouTube channel. If you want to go ahead and check me out on YouTube, you can go to youtube.com forward slash the symbol at Shantae Golson, C-H-A-E-N-T-A-Y, where we talk about burnout and all other aspects. And I have a lot of interviews with other professional women there. But my point is responsibility, when you ignore it today, it will be there tomorrow and it'll it's just not gonna be there tomorrow it's gonna be a problem for you tomorrow so get it over with take action today and that's what we're talking about tactile action no longer is busy action acceptable professional women step up no longer busy work is tolerated well what do you do then if you have mundane tasks that you have to complete because for some reason it's either traditional in your current culture or work space, it's something that you just do, you don't really even know why you do it. So delegate that. Use your use your leverage, use your leadership to delegate what you know is not going to move the needle. You only work on the things that move the needle. And that's how lasting productivity really um, is committed within your professionalism. Time management, productivity hacks, and mastering your time is what we're talking about. We're going to take a short break. I want you to grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab some a chill seat, and we'll be right back in just a moment after this commercial break. Unleash your inner power, a journey to fulfillment for professional women. Hey there, amazing professional women with high incomes. Are you ready to break free from the limitations holding you back and create a life of endless fulfillment? I'm thrilled to introduce to you the Empowerment Blueprint, a transformative program designed exclusively for ambitious women like you. Now, Our mission is to guide you on a heartwarming journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and tangible results. Now, led by me, Shantae Golson, a mental wellness executive coach, we're here to support you every step of the way. Now, can you imagine a life where you thrive, not just in your career, but also in your personal aspirations? We understand the challenges you face, the lack of clarity, the overwhelming busy work, and the constant search for purpose beyond your professional achievements. And that's why we've created the Environment Blueprint, a comprehensive framework tailored to your unique needs. Now, within our program, you explore the depths of your core values and desires, you gain crystal clear clarity on what truly brings you joy and fulfillment, and we'll help you bridge the gap between endless busy work and taking tangible action steps that produce real, undeniable proof of progress. Now, with me, Shantae Golson, as your trusted guide, you will embark on a transformative journey that empowers you to overcome analysis paralysis, eliminate distractions, and develop laser-sharp focus. Our step-by-step progress will teach you effective time management techniques, accountability strategies, and the art of breaking tasks into manageable actions. 
But it doesn't stop there now. We'll empower you to cultivate a growth mindset, overcome limiting beliefs, and build consistent habits that support your vision. Along the way, you'll have the support of a like-minded community of ambitious women who understand your journey and are cheering you on. So are you ready to unleash your inner power and step into a life filled with purpose, joy, and fulfillment? Sign up for the newsletter today. The link will be in the description of the show notes. And join the growing tribe of Empower Women Transform Their Lives. And this program is called Amplified Success. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the show, Amazing Women, where we've been talking about tactile action steps and the difference between busy work and result work, if you will. So the essential time management strategies that I want to explore to you today is to help you to understand that we've got to be intentional on creating strategies that's going to be eventful in helping us to move the needle and that will help us to optimize the productivity that we have for that day, that week, that month, that year. So from goal setting to task prioritization and delegation, we're going to discuss some practical techniques to make the most of our time. Now let's take the first step, goal setting. What is goal setting? It is literally putting a conceptualized ambition or effort into a desired result. Now, there are many points to a goal, but I want you to know that there, I want to focus on two points only today when it comes to goal setting. Again, a goal is an object of a person's ambition or effort or an aim or desired result, either from their life, their career, and furthermore. Now, the second point of a goal is that there must be objectives, Objectives are simply the tactile action steps that I was talking about earlier. So let's break that down just a little further for you to completely understand my concept. The first thing is after I create the the ambition or the effort that I want by identifying it in a few words or a sentence, I want to be a homeowner for an example. All right, we're going to take a look at that goal and go through the series so you can fully understand. That is the statement of ambition. Okay. And objective are the steps that will help me to arise to the ambition for the desired results. So think about a stairwell. And as you're climbing the steps, you're going up one, up two, up three. So we'll use that concept and that visualization to understand that objectives are no more than the steps that I'm climbing to get to the desired uh, floor or location. With that being stated, goals must be clear. 
How do we make goals clear? The trick is, see, I'm going to tell you a secret. Come on, get closer to to the speaker. The secret is making your objectives, your steps, your climbing components measurable. Not only measurable, but clear and concise, making them relevant to the goal, making them achievable, and making them time sensitive. So we got, again, the trick to an effective goal and the tactile actionable steps are to make the goal smart. Now, you may have heard this before. You may not. Let me share with you. In order to make a smart goal, remember the smart portion is not necessarily the goal statement, but you want the goal statement to be crystal clear. I kind of use this analogy of think about a peel. And if you press that peel, most likely it's going to turn into just a powder form. You can't get any lower in this in this uh, example than a powder form without any other type of manipulation. Yes, you can put it in water, it can dissolve, things of that particular sort. But the concept is create your actionable step to be so clear that it gives you directions when you read it and it doesn't leave you questions for clarity. That's the key right there. So if I want to be a homeowner, one of my objectives will be, I will save $50 bi-weekly upon uh, receiving my paycheck for the next two years. All right, let's break that down. Number one, the clarity is what I'm going to do with my paycheck, the amount that I'm going to do it which creates the measurability. The achievability is $50 will not hurt me. So it's something that I can set aside. The relevancy is that it is the process that would get me closer to my goal and the time sensitive, you know, the time bound sensitivity towards that is that I'm going to do it up to a certain point. Okay. So for two years, $50 every two weeks, 100 total a month could give me a good down payment to add to what I've already have saved so that I can acquire this home. If that makes sense to you, or if it doesn't make sense to you, leave a message and let's talk about that. And I'll respond in one of the episodes to really uh, dive further into that. But that is the key, folks. That's the for real strategy behind ensuring that things get done and they get done from a long lasting productivity point of view. All right. Now, the second point of the essence of time management strategies includes prioritizing. Now, let's look at this concept of prioritizing. Everybody know what it means, right? Right? Okay, so maybe if you don't, prioritizing simply means putting concepts in order of importance with two pillars there. The order of importance could be relevant to a due date. 
The order of importance could be relevant to some action has to happen first in order to get to this action. Keep that in mind. Busy work is so easy to come by because of the lack of prioritization. Now, from a regular point of view, we know that if we put the small things that have nothing to do with getting the work done, we have common sense to know that that's not going to move the needle. But what happens if we have this mindset or even, mm, I'm not going to use the word worse, but even challenging to where we've built a habit out of just doing things without thinking through why we are doing them. Now that's real talk right there though. Especially if you've been doing something for a long, long time. It's like on autopilot now and there's no freshness. There's no creativity. There's no new wind or flow within the concept. So, hey, you know, like the kids say, it is what it is and that's what it becomes. But when we prioritize... We understand that we're looking at the two pillars. We're either putting our tactile action steps that is connected to our goal on our to-do list from the concept of what is due first or the concept of what has to be done initially in order to get to something else for the results to show up. Lastly, in this segment, I want to talk about delegation. Man, delegation is so powerful. You know, when I learned about delegation and what it really was about, not from the simple point of just getting stuff off your list, but it's really the power of taking your time back. So if you change your mindset from I can do it better, from I can do it faster, from I, 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 then those things that other people can do, let's preference that. Other people can do means if it is not my intellectual property, if it is not required for my fingerprints to be on it, then somebody else can do it. And if it fits that particular mode, then that is what you delegate. And a lot of times, when you really look at the things that you have to do, delegation can be all across your to-do list. So learning to feel comfortable handing something to someone else that you know have the capacity to do it, let them do it. Do some deep breathing, talk to yourself, affirm yourself, let yourself know that other people are powerful just like you and they have their own uh, genius zone so that you can let go. Why do you want to let go? Because number one, you want your time freedom. You want your time back to focus on things that only require your intellectual property, only requires your fingerprint. And that's the difference. That's how you create long-lasting productivity. Now, some practical techniques for this is create a list. This is what I used to do in the office. I used to create a list at the end of my workday, which is a preset to when I came back to the office. I knew already what was required of me based on my ability to think in a resting 
place uh, on what is necessary to move the needle the next day. When I say resting place, I mean the hustle and the bustle part of the day was over. So my mind was able to rest for just a few minutes, which then allowed creativity to come through and I could see what was necessary. But when you're in the hustle and bustle, a lot of times you can't see what is necessary until after the fact. And that is one of the concepts that uh, is long lasting, if you will, when you are in burnout. But we're not talking about that just at this moment. But that has a preset to burnout as well. So if you have any questions or thought about the topic we're talking about, if you're on Spotify, hit the message button. If you are not on Spotify, shoot me a comment on, on the social media, YouTube, or send me an email info at thelevelingplace.com and let me um, respond back to you to give you some uh, feedback. Now, we got about three more segments, so I'm going to take a break at this time, and I'll be back. When did she say the show airs? It airs on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Oh, Tuesdays? Professional women, welcome back. Now, I want to just make mention of this. And if you need more information, shoot me a message to let me know and I'll go into full detail. But the powerful time management tools that are out there, we have plenty of apps. We have plenty of templates. I even have a template that I created when I was burnt out because I could not focus. I was not interested. I had brain fog. I was mentally uh, exhausted. And so I needed to create a system. If you want to know more about that system, look at the show notes or the description uh, and I will lead you to that particular link. But moving on, time-saving tips for us as busy women is essentially important for us because time-saving tips specifically designed for us helps us to minimize distractions. Let's talk about that in just a moment. And I think this segment may be uh, a little bit shorter because I'm going to highlight some things rather than go into detail about some things because I think this podcast is going a little bit too lengthy. I try to stay around 30 minutes because I know that you got things to do, but you want to get a little education in your day and I can respect and honor that. So when we talk about minimizing distractions, how do we do that? Number one, to eliminate or minimize distractions. Here are a couple of tips. If you are in a office setting and you have an office door, you can train your team to give you uninterrupted work time. Now, I used to place a sign with a few words that indicated not to disturb me. Some people can interpret this as being distant. Other people can interpret this as 
minimizing distractions. I choose to interpret it as minimizing distractions, but with preference preferencing this with my team. I don't talk about it at the time or I don't talk about it later. The the sign is just on my door and they can't disturb me at all. I talk about it prior to starting the concept. So maybe in a meeting, maybe sending out a mask email, um, will give them the understanding of what it means. But just don't say something generic like, okay, guys, I have a new policy. I'm going to put a sign on my door, and it means do not disturb. If there's any emergency, you can contact such and such, or you can send me an email, but I will not look at the email until this certain time, okay? Now, you want to go into full disclosure of the purpose of this this private or uninterrupted time in your meeting because number one, it gives clarity and clarity can disrupt confusion. Let's say it again. Clarity can disrupt uh, confusion because if you let it be left to your uh, workers, your subordinates, the people you uh, work with, then they can interpret it based on where their mood is that moment and dictate it to be negative or positive. So you want to kill all that and you want to eliminate confusion. That's why you want to present it prior to starting the process in the board meeting. Number two, give them steps. So when this sign is on my door, step number one, determine if what you have to share with me is an emergency. Step number two, if you identify it as an emergency, go to the identified person. Now, this identified person could be your lead worker. It could be your co-worker, which means you have a, um, you've had a conversation with one of the other managers and you also uh, fill in for them when it's necessary too. Okay. And then step number three, if it's not an emergency, then send me an email and give them a time frame by which they are to expect your email to be replied to their email to be replied to. So hopefully that makes sense that so that's the criteria three step criteria three why do we use three because people the brain can comprehend up to three things anything above that then that's where disruption will take place because they will interpret the remainder of them so that's a key strategy um that's psychology okay now minimizing distractions if you're not in an office setting and you may be at home it may look a little different, but the same concept applies. Say for instance, you have smaller children and they don't understand private time. The first thing I would say is start creating teachable moments of private time. Uh, as evidenced by a child can understand a uh, based on the age. Now, if you wanna know more about this, I do teach parents Uh, who have children and teenagers strategies, but that's not what we're talking about right now. If you can learn to teach your children in small increments based on their level of development on how to respect 
uninterrupted time Ooh, that's gonna be a game changer for you no more mommy mommy where's my snack mommy mommy he hit me mommy mommy right because you're at you are at home but you're literally working so with that being stated you can use timers that go into the kitchen children can understand if it hasn't beeped then uh mommy can't talk and you have to explain what can't talk means and you have to differentiate emergency from non-emergency so you can start off with that strategy um also you can give your child a watch and you can say when this line touches this this is when you can come and talk to mommy right so you have to find these time frames is going to work for you so start off small but increase their ability to comprehend when to interrupt you so you can start off small okay can you be interrupted between what time in the morning for how long you got to decide that before you put this in play all right and then you can move on to them understanding when your lunch time is and no other time that are they to disturb you and then you can uh, teach them the time that you'll be off that you can give them your undivided attention. But keeping in mind, putting those perimeters in place, though, of what emergency means, what it doesn't mean, what is the alternative person or route if they need to talk to somebody and it's not an emergency. Like you may not be married, but you can if you have a mother and father and they're retired, you can say you can call uh your grandmother your grandfather that could be a concept of helping to deviate distractions i can go on and on because as you guys know uh i am a a shrink turn mental wellness executive coach so i can teach you a lot but we will not continue that portion we're going to move on to the next section which is streamlining your routines and i tapped in a little bit about that so what is streamlining it simply means uh crystal clear connections that help you to uh clip together activities within the day that turns into a routine and as you practice that that turns into a habit and so you've got to figure out what your life looks like and what it needs in order to start adding these connectors so the connectors don't connect initially the connectors are just individual activities that you're putting into place that is centered around time sensitivity and you're putting another activity in place and you're connecting them. For an example, activity 8 a.m., right? Connecting with another activity 8.30 a.m., so forth and so on, and I believe that you understand that. And then lastly, we're gonna talk about maximizing your output in the limited time you have available. So it goes back to the power of time management by prioritizing, by delegating, by uh, incorporating the productivity hacks for lasting productivity. And that's all I'll say on that because I did talk about a lot of aspects of time. But again, if you want me to talk more about that, I will be happy to do so. Just let me know what you need so I can provide you material that's relevant to you, that's interesting to you, and that will help you to engage more. I'll be back in just a moment.
professional women, we've got to stop wasting time and we've got to understand how to uh, utilize time for a healthy relationship within our productivity. Therefore, as a burnout individual who has now recovered, I created the order of organization, a time management system that helped me to get things done during burnout because I had no mental whereabout in regards to energy or desire to do things. So this particular order of organization time management system PDF file is readily available for you for absolutely free. Make sure that you hit the link, look in the show notes or the description to find out how you can get your hands on this PDF. Now, it is time for a compelling call to action. If you're ready to take your time management skills to the next level, I invite you to download our exclusive resource called the Order of Organization Time Management System. Now, this is a comprehensive guide that will provide you with step-by-step framework and practical tools to implement the system and transform the way you manage your time. Ladies, I tell you and kid you not, when I created this from a space that it was so exhausting to think, this helped me to get things done. So it's simplified concept calculated through the framework of what you need for your life to be productive. This thing will really get you to where you want to go. So In the show notes, the description, click the link or take the link to the Chrome browser or whatever browser you use and sign up. You'll get your free PDF and you will then have a better understanding of conceptualizing your relationship with time management. So as we conclude today on time management, remember that mastering time is your continuous journey. It is not a one-step or stop place is an evolution because there are always things changing in your life. So implementing this strategy and the tools and the tips we've discussed will bring you one step closer to lasting productivity. Join us next time as we explore more topics related to professional growth and personal well-being. Until then, stay focused, be intentional with your time, and unleash your full potential. Bye for now. See you next Tuesday. Did she say she'll be back next Tuesday? Yes, she said she'll be back next Tuesday. Why can't you comprehend that? Well, okay, I'll mark my calendar. Thanks. That's a good thing.